and rolling. Rolling on the river, rolling. Rolling on the river. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Have you ever, did you ever think about naming your son Roland instead of Roger? Uh, no. So we renamed my grandson. His actual name is Kyler Jude. This is big news. For those of you that don't know, I have my first grandson. Yes. Yes. No, he won't stop. Roger has 32. <laughs> That's how much older he is than I am. I have one. His name is Kyler Jude. That's awesome. Born, what was? Uh, born August 12th. 12th. 111, which is the number of God. Look up Theo Maddox. Amazing. Uh, eight pounds. Sucker was a bowling ball. <laughs> And I think I was 8'12 when I was born. <laughs> 20 inches. A bowling ball. Carly only labored for 15 minutes and whoop, Don't tell my wife Baby's that. out. No, that's for most no, people. No, she's already heard and that, that put, sent 20, her into depression. A 24-hour labor. I can't even imagine that. But Zach and I have renamed him Reginald. Oh, that's beautiful. That almost brings a tear to my eye. Reginald. Reginald. I mean, I had initially named him Warren, but then when he called him Reginald, I'm like, that's actually better. <laughs> this is something, by the way, that we got from my grandpa Martin. So our dad's dad was Ed Martin, and he never called us by our name, ever. Unless he was really angry, then maybe he might. I was Elrod. I was Lukey. Lukey. David was Snitch. Or you were Goose Egg. Well, you also were Goose Egg. Sometimes I was Goose Egg. That's the one you don't want to. You liked Lukey better. <laughs> yes. Melody was called, what did Grandpa call Melody? I know Don Sandberg called her Harmony Grief instead of Melanie Joy. <laughs> her name was... Uh, I don't remember. Mary Lou was... I forgot we had sisters. I'm... Yeah, and Holly was Holly yes. Dolly. I was thinking yesterday as I Holly was oh, okay. driving on the farm looking for Molly, the, the mule donkey that we have on Your the farm. Your rogue, rogue, the rogue can't mule. can't find her anymore. But I think one of the, I think the third, the last donkey was named Holly. Oh, yeah? We, we had Cleo, Jenny, and then we had the, the little one, Holly. Cleo and Jenny, yes, I remember. Well, that's because we both got bucked Holly, off of them several times, as I recall. Like, they weren't terribly thrilled in the concept of getting broken. <laughs> mule back riding. No donkey back riding but what's the difference between a donkey and a mule well a mule is a horse donkey combo so really part of the reason we didn't do the pastures last week is i was in the high sierras and we saw lots of mules on a because, mule no but they have pack stations out there so you have mules that come through carrying everyone's gear and it made everyone <laughs> in my group go why don't we have a horse <laughs> and you said mule <laughs> i said it's a, it's, it's a mule it's a mule I said, well, you mean you, a donkey? You could have a mule, but it's going to cost you $3,000. Do you still want the mule? Because I can get you one. I'm pretty sure I can talk one of these guys into it, but it's going to cost you. But I was actually in the Sierras when Kyler Jude, a.k.a. Reginald, was born. And the, the day he was born, we had this huge thunderstorm out there, and then it cleared off. This is like at 6 o'clock at night, and we got this double rainbow most spectacular double rainbow. I'm like on his birthday. That is Reginald's little gift right there. Reg birthday. Reginald's rainbow. Reginald's rainbow. That's what I'm going to call oh, it. Oh my I'm gosh. Put that online that is a, that's such a sign rainbow. from God. And it wasn't all my fault that we couldn't do the pastures. Is it two weeks, three weeks? How long are we gone? Here? It's, it's too long. That's what I'll say. Just too. 
I've missed you. I've missed you. I've missed you. I didn't miss you that much. <laughs> I missed you some. So that's good. But you had a big family event with many of your, was it 18 of the 32 grandkids? Uh, six of the 10 six were able 10. to join us in North Carolina at Emerald Isle. My son, by the grace of God, took a job. Uh, he lives five minutes from the beach. And I so hate him. I'm telling you. <laughs> but what's great is, yeah, we can go there to visit Raj, but we all know why we're going. It's I'm taking my vacation. wife to the beach is what yeah. I'm doing. No, I mean, that that's unbelievably good. And it's only like a, so it's like a 10-ish hour drive for us. And it's like a 10-ish hour drive for our kids in Connecticut. So two of them, Rachel and her husband, Brian, and our son, Ben, where they were able to come down. And so, so yeah, no, we had a, we had a real good time. Yeah. So, um, Sierra trip was good. I was trying to think of something else in there that happened, but I can't remember what, Oh, we moved into the cottage on the farm. Yes. So we're now officially out of the little greenhouse. We've got a renter in there and we're out in the cottage, which still doesn't have a kitchen sink, but I'm working on it. There's a lot, the cabinets are all in. Okay, so that's good. So we have a bathroom, we have a bedroom area, we have a living room area. It's the, the kitchen that's taking all the time. But the cabinets are in, so Marlena was able to get stuff in there. So now it's put the butcher block in, drop a sink in there, do some plumbing. When I say do some plumbing, I, <laughs> I just talked about two days of work. Okay, it should take four hours, but I know it's going to take Something, two days. Yes, I thought our conversation may be going to the countless... <laughs> Uh, travails of Bruce and vehicles, cottages, rentals, uh, illnesses. Uh, well, it's AC been a year. units. It's been a year. So, septic systems. Again, as I mentioned before, I, I I picked the word joy for this year, but God picked the word perseverance, <laughs> which is connected. Count it all joy when you have many problems because it's creating a perseverance which God, is a character card that we need i am going to change your word <laughs> i do not word i you, do not think that word joy means you, what you think it means. a lot of people choose the word joy <laughs> i like the word perseverance <laughs> why has god have an accent because he loves all people bruce shouldn't it be more israeli shouldn't we say we're gonna make him <laughs> i mean that was almost oh, we're gonna make him it's almost french caucasian <laughs> the french you know yes you and i have the habit of Whenever we try to go into some four, we mix two or three. I know. It's, it's some kind of I do French, hybrid. I do French Russian. It's like a dressing. It's not good. But, and I can't, it's, I can't stay in it because then I, I eventually go to some sort of English, New Zealand, South African, Australian mix. We need Clouseau to save us. Which, we can of course, go back irritates to... people that are from New Zealand, South Africa, Australia, and England. As it like, should. That's awful. We just, I think we probably just lost our New Zealand listeners. And I'm like, you're awful. <laughs> so. <laughs> Which anyone in any under <laughs> language can understand. Hey, how are your Patriots doing in the uh, preseason? Max, still your quarterback? Let's put it this way. Yeah. Like, after last year's debacle, where Locked we had... Offensive coordinators that really had never been offensive coordinators. Was they defensive coordinators? And it showed. <laughs> and it showed. Okay. <laughs> so we actually have a real offensive coordinator. 
who is not offensive. And I think that's showing up in, yeah, the preseason, they've looked all right. Um, We're losing by one in every game. It's like we just can't hit the magic number of 21. Oh, that's just like last season. <laughs> yep. Last season, 17 would have won most of our games, but we did score 17 and 20, and we lost by a scores of 18 and 21. So if the preseason goes like the season, it's going to be a long Bronco season for me once again. Well, our teams have the same problem. They're in the AFC. <laughs> and the AFC right now is just ridiculously loaded. It's very good. And your your division last year was considered the best in football. This year, it's our division. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, because you guys had some major pickups on, on your division side. Yeah, it turns out Aaron Rodgers kind of maybe turns the needle for the Jets, He's, although... Who is what I wanted for the Broncos. And after watching Russell's first year with Broncos, I'm like, man, I really wish we had Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> no. I don't care if he's 48. I'm just like, Aaron Rodgers got game. I'm very curious if Aaron Rodgers can keep the Jets from being the Jets. I think the Jets That's are a great way of saying it. I think the Jets are going to still be the Jets. It's like, who's at the Detroit Lions now? Jared Goff. Can Jared Goff keep the Detroit Lions from being the Detroit Lions? Right. Or can Deshaun Watson keep the Cleveland Browns from being the, the Cleveland, Cleveland Browns. Browns? Or can Russell Wilson keep the Broncos? Oh, oh, you don't don't put that out in the air, Bruce. No, it's not. No, Russell's no. going to have a turnaround year, throw for, I don't know, 4,000 yards. It's going to be great. Okay. Bruce has been drinking this we, morning. We have a I, Super Bowl that's winning not a good coach idea. at the helm. We have a solid quarterback, solid defense, a couple of people to throw to. They're saying some good things about our running back. So I'm like, it could be good. You just don't know. It's just. And we play you guys this year. Oh, we'll have to make that a big game night. Yep. We play your division. So you're the division oh, we play. so we're, pl- we're the second toughest division, and we're playing the toughest division. <laughs> oh, yes. No, your, your schedule. Year. The Long Patriots year. have some, I think, that made the toughest schedule in football. But yours would be up there playing our division. <laughs> when I looked at Tennessee's schedule, theirs actually looked quite easy comparatively. I mean, like we get Georgia at home. We have Alabama at Alabama, which, of course, after oh, last you went year, to college. Well, okay. really I thought you No, I flipped. I had to flip to the Tennessee <laughs> Volunteers because the Broncos was looking bad. Yes, yes, it was. Yes, I. But we start off playing Virginia. Then there's three high school teams. <laughs> and then there's Florida, which is not even ranked. So I'm thinking we could start 5-0. and All the hype again. We won't actually know who they are until we get, like, into October when the meat of the season and on the two big games, the Alabama game and the Georgia game, I realized I unfortunately scheduled backpacking trips. Oh, really? That people have already signed up for. So can't cancel them. There's that. But that's hey. okay. We have digital recording capabilities now. I can just turn my phone off on the way home and make sure I watch it. And from your scratch. history with natural disasters and your they could end up being canceled by. <laughs> yeah, we're supposed to be going to Catalina Island in October if it's still there. Right. I know they got like a tropical twelve storm. inches of rain, and they had the they had the crazy thing in January with the, the, the what they called the rivers of rain. Yep. Which which made the island. I mean, and I actually I could <laughs> January, and you could just see man, they'll just run off. It it didn't affect the trail so much, but okay. their road system was pretty trashed. So wow. I'm hoping the trail is, and I think it's fine. A lot of it's high anyway. But yes, we don't need another tropical storm in mid to late October. 
that'd be a real problem. So here's something I wanted to talk about. What do you want to talk about, Bruce? Three weeks ago. And it was this, it was, you know, we always ask the question. People always ask the question. And do I, they? I wrote an entire book, Desperate for Hope, desperateforhope.com, if you want to look it up, <laughs> um, about kind of why bad things happen to good people and why sometimes really bad things happen to really good people. And then sometimes why excruciatingly bad, terrible, awful things happen to really good, upright, even God says, that's a good guy, people. Mm -hmm. And so that's an age old question. But I was reading Jesus, oh, several weeks ago in, I'm going back through Matthew right now, and I just got stuck on this one thing that, that Jesus said that I'm like, I'm not there yet. I mean, there's so much growth still. So he, he talks about how he just talks about, he starts off simple, like greeting people. Do you, do you only greet your brother? Sure. If, well, well, I mean, I greet you, sure. But if you're just greeting your brother, in other words, you're offering a welcome to them. Don't even the pagans do that? I mean, that's no big deal. And if you only love those who love you, which is pretty much the way the world works, you know, other than money, sometimes you learn to love people if there's enough money in it. But he said, if you only love people that love you, what good is that? Again, don't the pagans even do that. He said, your heavenly father causes the sun to rise on the righteous and the unrighteous and gives rain to the evil and the good. And then he says, well, let me stop there. So he answers the question of why good things happen to bad people. Where all of us really want him to answer the question, why do bad things happen to good people? Which he doesn't. He only promises trouble in this world, but doesn't tell us why. But he does argue that the father is the one that causes the sun to rise on the righteous and the unrighteous and gives rain to the evil and the good. And I'm like, that's that is who God is. And then Jesus flips the script and says, now I want you to do the same. He said, he said, therefore you be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. In other words, God wants us to treat the unrighteous and the righteous the same way. He wants us to treat the evil and the good the same way. And that is so counterintuitive, countercultural, counter everything. And 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 Jesus wants that for us because because <clears throat> he wants our love to be based on who we are and not who they are. God loves God is love. Love, right. So that is his heart. So this is what it you don't need to spur God to love. You don't need to curry his favor. You don't need to do things because He's already fully loved. He loves mercy. He loves compassion. He loves empathy. He So his love is never based on other people's performances. Isn't that what he's getting at? He said <clears throat> broken love isn't well, it's just loving people that love you. Is loving nice right. people, loving people it'll it'll benefit you. He actually argues that's no good. Uh, no bueno. <sighs> What good is it? In other words, what he's saying is, don't, well, don't call that love. Really. I mean, right. if you're just love, that's everybody mm -hmm. is nice to people who are nice. Well, I mean, virtually, you know, right, right. Um, typically. Uh, but he's saying, don't confuse that with my love, the love I'm talking about. You hear the word love. And so here's what people do. They hear the word love and say, oh, I love people. He's saying, OK, let me let me let me finish saying what love is and love is entirely based 
on the person. The love God wants for us is a love that flows out of who we are rather than what people do. Uh, do are we becoming people that love mercy? Are we becoming people that love? Because here's what ha what's happens is when that's the case, I'm not deciding whether to love them on the basis of how they just acted. Anyway, it's... Well, no, no. It's, and that's part of the reason that I'm, that I'm working through that is everything you talked about is I'm working on that the chapter I call the love cycle. And I've been teaching this for years. But, you know, I used to think the love cycle began with me. You know, I have to love people, thus obeying Jesus commands, and then God loves me. In other words, that became the right. byproduct of my product. I'm loving other people. But then I'm the source of love. And I realized, but I'm not the source of love because I'm not love. God is love. Therefore, he's the source. And as I receive God's love, which is a whole, which is a whole another thing. I mean, the whole chapter is really, how do I receive God's love? Because if I'm going to love other people as Jesus loved me, as Jesus loves me, because that was Jesus's command, then I have to recognize that I am loved by God. And when I'm loved by God, completely unconditionally, no matter what I do, don't do, then what flows from me is just this love for others, the righteous and the unrighteous, the Democrat, the Republican, the people on different theological sides of the fence, the person who has a whole different worldview or faith basis than me. Right. I just love them. But I couldn't, what I realized is I couldn't do that on my own. And Jesus doesn't ask me to. He says, I want you to emulate my father. So here's how I can help your talk even more. Oh, good. Which I often do. Good. It's, more <laughs> no. of, it's more of a chapter I'm writing right now. But that's I realize okay. that virtually every insight God gives me <laughs> It's for you ultimately it's, to pass on to others. Okay, that's well, it's my job. I am here's, here's one of them. Does that make you Aaron or Moses? I can't even. Um, I'll take either one. I'll I'll take. Moses. I've tried to kill people before. I'll take Moses because I've never made a golden calf yet. Well, that's not true. I probably have erected many golden calves in my life. So yeah, okay, you're Moses and I'm Aaron. So why don't you tell me what to say to Pharaoh? <laughs> So I will tell um, no, the context. So Jesus says this stunning thing right before. So he says, and this, he says, as the father has loved me. If I just stop there, think of how much the father loves Jesus. Yep, just spend some time there. Just spend, you know, then he says, he says, as the father has loved me, so have I loved you you and but no so you can go there all right so we're gonna stop. we're saying i'm slouching. okay marlena will get on to me god loves jesus so jesus says i have loved you exactly like the thought which first of all it talks about how dearly loved we are so then jesus says abide in my love what does that mean well he goes on he said um you abide in my love by keeping my command. And then he says, this is my command that you love one another as I have loved you. You talk about the chain? And this may be, that right. might be. It's the love cycle. It's the love cycle. God loves Jesus. This, I mean, just, okay. Jesus loves us that much. Now we are called to love people as much as God loves Jesus. And this is staggering. I think you did a talk on it at some point, but he also goes on in that same, that same basic area 
to say that the father loves us the same way he loves Jesus. Right. Which is just crazy because we're like, Jesus is the son of God. But then Paul elaborates on this more, but we are <laughs> all sons of God, which is just nuts. And he, and he loves the, the idea that the father could love me as much as he loves Jesus is crazy. But, but, but it's, you know, what makes sense of it is because it's not based on the object of the love. It's the based on the person it's based on God's on who God, God is. is love. Right. So of course we would say, of course, Jesus would be easier to love than me, but we're looking at it. We're looking at it through human eyes. Of course, love is based on because right. we base love on the object. We decide whether to love on the person that person's behavior. I mean, I run into this every day. Yesterday ran into <laughs> literally ran into it. <laughs> I'm so I'm just about to tell them. No, no, this is just convicting. <clears throat> but so I, I'm driving home, actually pulling into the street, getting ready to pull in the street where I live and a neighbor is pulling out. They're behind another car, um, pulling into the neighborhood, but they're in the middle of the road. So I'm turning off of Triana into, ah. I'm turning and like, there's, there's no place to go. There's just this. And I kind of look at the guy for a second neighbor, I kind of let you know. And so I'm trying to, you know, okay. And I just get by and it's great, except I forgot there's a little air conditioner sitting out the side of my oh. window, my rear window in the camper van that's sitting about eight inches. So I just make by, I get by and boom, I, uh, as I'm going around this ladder rack that this neighbor has, it catches that crumples the, you know, but catches. Well, for me, one of the things I realize is loud, abrupt things. Oh, they, they, they trigger me. It's yep. like a, it's a great way to work. You know, it triggers me. And so I pull off over here. I'm looking, but I'm, I can tell. So then I'm, I start just yell, you know, there's a left side of the road and there's a right side of the, this neighbor is getting out and looking at the vehicle. There's a left side of the road and there's a right side, you know, um, stay in your lane, but immediately stay in your lane is exact, you know, um, but I'm realizing then immediately, like I'm thinking, um, I'm finding it hard to love that person. In other words, um, I know what that person does for a craft, for a trade, and I've recommended their, their work in the past, but now I don't want to recommend their work. Because they drove in the middle of the road. Because, right. <laughs> because they did something that, that I've done. Before. I've accidentally done before. Yep. And oh, but I, I'm, I, I'm thinking, not assuming anyone's going to be turning in right now. So I'm just kind of in the middle of it. But here's the, in that moment, it was, I'm simply, that's what human love in our broken state, we simply, there's anything we that- We love those that act right. Right. That stay in their lane. That stay in their lane. But if you don't stay in your lane, and I realized, again, this is that- Yeah. The beautiful thing, what you're talking about is that God's love is unrelated to us. It's again, 
which actually is kind of humbling because we'd like because even where we think we can kind of earn God's love, we can be nicer or whatever, is rather in comical. It, the reality is, I can't do that, and I don't need to do that because God doesn't need a reason to love me. God doesn't. Right. So even for us, even learning to let go of this pervasive thing, I'm sure you've dealt with in counseling, but I've talked to people, heard someone recently just kind of voicing this again, this desperate, we're trying to make ourselves lovable. We're trying to, I'm going to do that thing that God wants because that's the basis. Right. We're going to prove ourselves. Right. We're going to prove ourselves. Um, anyway, I just... What struck me, what I loved about Jesus' wording, he says, abide in my love. Um, my daughter, Rachel, I was, we were, I was talking to her. I was like, okay, what is that? She said, well, I, what if I just live in my love? Which is, yeah, live in my love is pay it forward. Live it up. Okay, the Father's loved me. I've loved you. You know how you abide in that? It's not, and it's the first. The first idea with that is about that is you keep my commands. Oh, oh, okay. You're gonna. I'm gonna keep loving you. The first read, you might say, "Well, you abide in my love if you keep my commands." Oh, what he's saying is, if I'm a good person, then he's gonna keep loving me. No, no, no. He's saying, live out. You abide. Now the command I'm giving. Listen carefully. Right. This command. It's to love others like I've loved you. So all all I'm asking you to do is pay it forward. Just keep doing the chain. What you're doing. Keep the chain going. Don't break the circuit. Don't. Um, wow, we brought some electrical into it. I like it. I well, that I'm working with electric right now. And it turns out if there's an open <laughs> neutral somewhere in your house, a GFCI will not work at all, even though there's power coming to it. No, but, I was just but, thinking but let that me stay there. Just is is if there's an open neutral. We've in, been apart too long. We've got so much to say. <laughs> it's just the idea that yes, where there's a break, the love stops flowing. the The current stops. Right. We can stop the current. We can stop the cycle of love that God wants us to continue. Um, and you don't want to do that. Right. So okay. The, your so, word. Well, and I'm just saying the way that I, I live now is totally different than I used to live because I was always trying to think of what are all the commands of Christ? And how do I live those out? And Jesus just said it this way. He said, remain in my love. All right. Which is what you're talking about. I am loved. God just, right. God just loves me. Jesus just loves me. He said, and let my words remain in you. I'm like, okay. So that's why I spend so much time just reading the gospels. I always want the word because the words of Jesus come into play every single day in my life. Sure. At some place, sometime they just yep. do then he says this, and you will bear much fruit. He didn't say there's a better chance if you do these things of, of actually your life being purposeful and fruitful mm -hmm. and all. He just says, you will bear much fruit. And I'm like, that's all I have to do. I remain in his love. I was working with a client recently that's a writer, and she really gave me a new understanding of that. She did a, a long word study on the word abide, remain, the Greek mm, word. But yeah. one, of, one of the definitions for it is stay where you are. Stay where you are. In other words, don't move outside of God's love. And that's only something you can do in your mind. You can't, you can't do that in reality. Right. You can't move outside <laughs> of God's love. Oh, I'm not in God's love. This whole idea of getting right with God, all those kind of things. I don't even use those terms anymore because it, it's, it, it, it gives this idea that I'm somehow not right with God because I've, because I've sinned. And yet Jesus took care of my sin problem on the cross. That being the case, I'm always loved by God. I'm always right with God. 
Now, I can choose to do things that are not pleasing to God, which is why Jesus right. says, so remain in my love, because the best version of Bruce flows out of a Bruce that is loved by God. And it then frees me to just He's love living other out people. that same love. Yes. And, and I couldn't do it on my own. I mean, there are just certain people I could not. There's I could not do that on my own. But I'm like, how could I not love them if God loves me? And I'm such a mess. I'm such a screw up sometimes. Yeah, like the you know, you hit the guy's truck and you're like, there's a left lane, there's a right lane. Pick a lane. <laughs> so my air conditioner doesn't hit your, you know. But the reality is we can love everybody. You know, because I, I ran into a person last week that was just really, it was just, it was an acquaintance that's just, uh, that I, I, I had to go with that whole, it's just kind of hard to love because I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like where they're coming from. It's kind of, they're a, they're a right, far right wing Republican yeah. conspiracy theorist. And it's like, that's where I have the, I just have the hardest time having <laughs> conversations in that space. So I just did a lot of listening. I just, a lot of listening and well. And love was listening. Love was listening. Cause I couldn't, I, I didn't, I, I didn't feel like there was any use in trying to argue the thing. So I'm just like, I'm just gonna listen because the way that I can love that person is to let them share what they believe, what they think, what they feel without judgment and leave <laughs> well <okay>. and <laughs> escape and we're out of time so for those of you that are no oh no we're still blind. yeah we're, we've we're got uh, yeah 26 seconds so when you're finding it hard to love someone just remember hold it i'm a mess at times i'm certainly broken there's things that i believe that are wrong and there's certain things that i've shared with others that are wrong do I want someone to get in my face and go, that's idiotic. That's the most inane thing I've ever heard. No, that's not helpful. <laughs> What's helpful is, hey, thanks for sharing. I've got to run.